Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new Ralph Report for a brand new week. It is Monday, February 8th, year 2021. So happy you've decided to join us today. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman, and sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself. Oh, to God. Oh, to God. Some folks know him. As the AT&T moving the box guy <laughs> from television. I wish. Did you hear back? I haven't heard back. Oh, you're going to get it. Oh, I, I, got a good, I got a good okay. feeling about this. I'll hold you to it. It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. Yo-ho, indeed. Reg, yeah. Reggie is so loving to me now. See? When I walk in the door. He came and he was just rubbing his face all over my legs. Because you're his bitch now. That's why. He's putting a move on you. <laughs> He's claiming me every time I walk in. He's feeling romantic. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to spend some time together alone after we record here. No. Uh, hey, let's get right to it. The big news from yesterday, shall we? I guess I can call it the Super Bowl because I'm reporting on it. Yes. You can't right? say it to promote something, but you can say it when you're talking okay. about it. Anyway. It was the, the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> and congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, they did it. God damn. I had a feeling Brady was going to get some. Ugh, I'm so tired of Tom Brady. I didn't want it to happen. I just had a feeling. Him and his ass chin. <laughs> so tired of him. His, his sculpted chin. His sculpted body and his looks, supermodel wife. Did you, see, did you see that high school photo they posted of him? He looks exactly the same as he did in high school. He's made a deal with the devil. He it's is the not the only possible reason yeah. that, that he could be having the life and the career that That's he's insane. having. And what's he plays in the Super Bowl every four years on average? Nobody gets to have everything that he has. <laughs> Model wife, 10 <sighs> Super Bowl appearances. It's unacceptable. Seven rings. So the rich get richer. And uh, the only thing I feel good about is the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks fans who have been long suffering, long time, have uh, finally uh, they got they got themselves yeah. a, a a Super Bowl. And Belichick can't be happy. Yes, that's <laughs> so the that's upside. another that's another upside. He's got to be cranky. <laughs> and I know we have lots of uh, fans down there in Florida who were rooting for Tampa Bay. Nah, I wasn't, but uh, <laughs> I guess I got to be happy for you guys. So this is for you. Congratulations to the new Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But enough about unimportant sports news. Let's talk about important sports news, okay. shall we? What is it? Oh, I think the Flyers just scored again. Uh, shut up. I think the Flyers just scored again on Stop. the Washington Capitals. It's only four goals. Yesterday, it's a the, little over one a period. It's not a big deal. Yesterday, the Flyers played the uh, the Washington uh, Caps, and the final score was seven to four. So it's whatever. You your team got four goals. I wasn't counting the other team's goals. <laughs> the winning team got seven That's goals. A little over two a period. Who gives a shit? Including a sweet mm. open netter at the end there, mm. all the way down See, the length. It's of really the only ice. six. Because they right. pulled their goalie, so Fine. that doesn't really count. We'll take six to four then as the six to four. It was four four going into the third period. I know. And well, then I was uh, hoping you weren't watching the, the re return of uh Sean Couturier uh, Coots, as uh, he's known amongst that's fine. us. And that's uh, right. it, was, it was a hell of a game. We're gonna come back. We'll be back. Ovechkin, uh, he had a hat trick, I he's think. Yeah, I think he had two. Two? He had two assists and two goals, I think. But it was a it was a tough game going to the third, and then we just <sighs> put our pedal to the metal. And just enough. just went. That's fine. You get you get this one now. That's we play fine. again tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, the Caps Flyers play yeah. again tomorrow. Oh, Flyers have scored again. The goals don't carry over. Flyers have scored again. Now it's nine no, four. No, it's not. You got all your goals out of the way. You're gonna get shut out today or tomorrow or whatever fucking game is tomorrow. Yeah. Do you have the center ice package? Do you? Uh... No. No. See, I got center ice. Oh, you have center ice. Yeah. So I watch all the uh, Flyers games all season long. Today's game was on NBC. I, I know. 
And uh, but if you want to come over and watch them lose the Flyers <laughs> some more, come by tomorrow. And, I might. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till the third period and see what it's looking like. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else we got going on this week? Oh, happy Valentine's week, everybody. Oh, it's the whole week now. It's the whole week now. Oh, because, look, uh, candy makers got to make their coin. Yeah. Greeting card manufacturers, yeah. they got to make a buck. This is their season. Restaurants going to be hurting this year since yeah. you can't really do the uh, dinner thing. Well, yeah, I mean, you can do outdoor dining. Yeah, that's true, but still not the same. Still, they're, they're cutting down, uh, what, 20, capacity. 25% of their capacity? Yeah. But I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's week. We'll be celebrating all week long here on the oh, Ralph Report. good. Because we're all about love. <laughs> Here on the Ralph Report. Are we? we are. Yeah. We are the podcast of love. Well, Reggie and I are feeling something. Yeah, Reggie's rubbing all over you. He's, <laughs> he's feeling romantic. Um, do you do anything special for your uh, your wife? I can get her something. Well, see, her birthday is on the 17th. So she's like, she sandwiched me in with a Valentine's and birthday like in the same four days. Yeah, so? So that's a, it's a nightmare. No, it's not. She's so you got her two things. That's a lot. So I, I usually save up like the big good present for the birthday on the seventeenth, and I do a little something, flowers, candy on Valentine's Day. Why are you so weak? Because I'm broke. Well, look, if her birthday had been in September, yeah, you wouldn't skimp on Valentine's no, Day. No, but then her you have a, but then you have a big break and a new credit card statement. And it's oh, a boy. way different situation. She's a lucky, and then plus, lucky woman. I just had, <laughs> I just had Christmas a month and a half, a month ago. Boy, Eddie, cut like, me some slack. It's like the holidays just keep on coming. It's a, it's a nightmare. Who could see that happening? Denver or Den- December? Denver. It's fuck. My head's not even in the game. <laughs> December to February is a. It's a. It bankrupts me. And then I got the kid with the presents. Oh. Telling you, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. Full time job being Eddie Pence. Jesus, man. I'm sorry. So she gets something really nice. Bet she does. on her birthday. Yeah, Valentine's gets, Day. It's a little less. Gets a ticket to the gun show. She, <laughs> she gets one to my meetimus. <laughs> ticket to the meetimus. Penis meetimus. You gotta get that Cialis for your prostate. I do need that. And then you could really give her a Valentine's present. Oh, yeah, then she won't be asking about jewelry. <laughs> That's right. She'll get a pearl necklace. Just ring the. <laughs> <laughs> just get one. Unless it's retrograde, then I'll get it. <laughs> Fuck my life. Gonna, my fucking life. You've got a pearl necklace in your bladder. Oh, Christ. Oh, anyway, me. the reason I bring up Valentine's Week, other than the fact that we are the podcast of love, it's because, you know what, Queen J, Jennifer Stewart. Yes, Queen J. Who is just a machine. She just keeps cranking yeah, out. Yeah, she's good. Smash hit after smash hit. She's got a brand new Valentine's song. She just did the French song like two weeks ago. Uh, tell me about it. She's, Damn, man. She's, uh, she's out of control. So much, so much talent. Sent us this song for Valentine's week. And uh, as always, it's awesome. And she's got some special guests appearing on the song with her. More ladies of the Garmy. Oh. Jody Graham makes an appearance. Nice. Jody Parker Housechild is also on there. It's a long name. It's a lot of Jodies. And uh, Lindsay Fuller, Lindsay from Arkansas. Oh, hey, Lindsay. Also on this song. So here it is for you to enjoy. As always, it is excellent work from the brilliant Jennifer Stewart. Here is her song for Valentine's Day, Brand New Grin. I said one, two, three, four. I said one, two high heel shoes, three, four, you're out my door, five, six, sent you pics, seven, eight, it's getting late. This little chicky picked herself off the floor, 2021 looking out my door, don't know where it ends, but where it begins, I'm gonna give St. Valentine a brand new grin. I hear you'd like to know some more, I'll tell you up on the of the seven deadly sins I'm gonna give St. Valentine a brand new grin Say, Jody, what kind of man 
One that I can hold real tight. Mm -hmm. JPH, what kind of lover you want? One that I can play and taunt. Lindsay, how do you like yours to be? I like my dates going three by three. Now, Ralph, we don't want to leave you out. The girls say, give my call. No doubt. Call me. Shoes, three, four, you're at my door. I got three of the seven deadly sins. I'm gonna give St. Valentine a brand new grin. How great is that? She, she just whipped that up, just like, just made it up. It's wow. ridiculous. It's insane. Anyway, brand new hit from wow. Queen J. Jennifer Stewart sent that in. I will be posting it uh, separately on Patreon if you want to download her. You so can always good. go to uh, her Bandcamp site, uh, Jen Ren Stewart on Bandcamp, and also her uh, YouTube as well. So, Jen, thank you so much for that. Just amazing stuff. Mm. Very sexy. Yeah, it was very sexy. Very sexy. Very sexy. You fiend. <laughs> very, very sexy. <laughs> All right. You know, it's Monday, and that means it's time for us to look into finding a brand new God for the year 2021. 2020 was, of course, the, the year of our Lord Shizmu. Mm. Didn't work out so well. A little disappointed by 2020. Well, I think he's still working on 2021 a little bit. It yeah. Seems like. We're getting the tail end. <laughs> well, we haven't anointed a new That's god. True. Yet. That's, That's probably true. That's probably on us. Yeah. So we've been having the Tournament of the Gods. Again, thanks to David there in Winnipeg who has put together our website, tournamentofthegods.com. You can follow all the results as we move forward in the tournament. And also, you can check out the uh, latest and greatest competitors. So I want to uh, announce the winner of last week's poll Dionysus versus Balder. Yeah. Dionysus got edged out. Ooh. 56% of the vote went to Balder over Dionysus. Well, getting closer 24%. than before. Yeah. It was close. I think a lot of ladies liked the way Balder looked. He looked very uh, Norse gaudy, yeah. very Thor-esque. Very bumpy. And so they seemed to like that. Although he, is, a lot of people pointed out he is dead. In his mythology, <laughs> he was killed by Loki. He's, he's not around anymore. But I'm, I'm, she's a god. I'm sure he could come back. <laughs> Maybe. They do it all the time. Uh, all right, so that's the result of last week. Now it's time to take a look at our new competitors in a segment that we know as the Tournament of the Gods, or God Only Knows. God Only Knows. All right, this is for Eddie more than anyone else, Ooh. because this week's battle is the Battle of the Wangs <laughs> when it comes to the gods. <laughs> Both of these gods known for, for their enormous erect penises. Really? Yes. Okay. Starting off with uh, Susan Schlotter's recommendation. She's from Stockholm, Sweden. Uh -huh. So she is recommending an old Norse god. Oh. Uh, his name is Freyr. Freyr is one of the most widely known and uh, passionately venerated gods of the old Norse religion. Uh, and one, one old Norse poem calls him the foremost of the gods, hated by none. Hated by none? Yes. Oh. A very popular god. The reasons aren't hard to understand why he was so loved. He was the god of peace. Okay. The god of fertility. Oh, yeah. The god of virility. Wow. The god of rain and sunshine. Oh, okay. Make up your mind. <laughs> no, he, you can't just do everything. Well, if you're going to be, he was also the god of crops and stuff. You need right. both of those to raise okay. the crops. All right. But uh, best known for his uh, symbol, which is an enormous erect penis. <laughs> He's the god of well-being and prosperity. Oh, you're saying prostate. No, well, that's you. I've been my guy. Sexual and ecological fertility, bountiful harvest, wealth, and peace. Wow, he does it all. He does indeed. He does everything you want. He often is, uh, he's got his uh, famous pet boar by his side. Okay. And mm. often when they were paying tribute to him, the uh, Vikings would uh, slay a boar and put it at his altar as oh. a, a tribute to him. Hear that, Bjorn? Yeah, so uh, slay us a boar, Bjorn, <laughs> if uh, Freyr becomes our god. He's going to be He's gonna be in the running uh, this week. We'll put him up in the poll, and then you get a chance to vote once. And then at the end of the week, we will let you know whether it's Freyr or his competitor that he's going up against this week, which is Priapus. Priapus. Priapus is an ancient Greek god, Eddie okay. Pence. He is the patron god of merchant sailors. 
which okay. explains the giant penis, I guess. Yes. Uh, he <laughs> is the god of fertility, the protector of livestock, fruit plants, and gardens. So he's a sailor and livestock. So he's he's just doing dudes and animals. Well, no, he's protecting the things that mm. were important to like, the ancient Greeks at the time. Seems like the guy you get stuck on a journey with and <laughs> You experiment because there's nothing else to do. Now, interestingly, Priapus, don't get me wrong, also has a massive erect cock. <laughs> Please understand that. However, his mythology is much more intricate <laughs> because his, his erection is permanent. Oh, no. Yes, he was cursed with a permanent erection of a massive cock. Oh, that's not, that's not comfortable. No, it's not. No. And so Priapus, the god, has given rise to the medical term Priapism. Have you ever heard that? Yes. If you take a Viagra yeah, that's, it's and your election down. lasts longer than four hours, you need to see a doctor. Oh. You are you. They say that you have priapism, wow. which means that you can't lose your erection. Wow. That's where that comes from. I did not know that. Now he was cursed with his erection by Hera, the oh. Greek goddess. Yeah. Now here's the thing about this uh, this curse. It is also followed up with inconvenient impotence, meaning that. He had a permanent erection until he tried to have sex with someone, and then his penis would go. So when it gets near a, a when he, <laughs> you heard me, when he gets near a hole, it goes down. Yes, and then when he backs up, it gets back. Oh, How wow. infuriating would wow. that be? Fuck Hera! Yeah, wow, she was a bitch. Jesus, that's evil. You know why she cursed him? Why? Because uh, Paris, the Greek hero, had the balls to say that Aphrodite was more beautiful than Hera, so she cursed. Uh, Priapus, who was the son of Aphrodite. He didn't even do anything? No, he was just her son. Wow. Cursed him in the womb. Gave him a giant erect penis in the womb, which made birthing him, I can imagine, very difficult. <laughs> that's, that's why he's called Priapus. <laughs> he had to pry him out of the... Oh, my God. Really? You fiend. <laughs> you going to go with that, that joke? That's what I... I'm going with it. That's my <sighs> final answer. Here's a story. Uh, Priapus, by the way, <laughs> makes a whole new meaning. Join the uh, the satyrs as the spirit of fertility and growth. Yeah. But one time when he was trying to have sex with the goddess Hestia, there was a, an ass nearby. A donkey. Okay. A donkey. <laughs> well, there's always an ass nearby when you're having sex. And the braying caused him to lose his erection, and so he was so angry. That he bludgeoned the donkey to death with his gargantuan penis. Oh, he beat it to death with his dick. Yes. Wow. So often uh, donkeys were sacrificed in honor of Priapus by the ancient Greece because uh, <laughs> they thought that would make him happy because he really hated donkeys. Wow. Because when they went, then it would make him lose his erection. Wow, he'd hate that song. He, <laughs> he would hate Dominic the Christmas donkey. That's true. <laughs> Can't come to that. So there you go. And that was uh, suggested to us by Professor Pringleskamp, by the way. Oh. So uh, those are our two battlers. That's going to be tough. This week. It's going to be tough. Priapus versus Freyr. 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 I might go with Freyr. So these, yeah, he seems like a little. Well, he didn't beat to death a donkey with his dick. Well, he gets to use it. If you were Priapus and you could, you had a massive Well, he erection. can use it. He just kills animals with it. He doesn't yeah. you get to use it for what it's meant for. Use it as a bludgeon. Oh. Anyway, I thought you'd be happy. We're finally getting two uh, gods with giant cocks Very in, happy. in the competition. Thank you. And what could be more romantic for Valentine's Week? <laughs> so there you go, kids. You're going to have to make a choice between those two gods this week in the Tournament of the Gods or God Only Knows. God Only Knows. Now let's turn our attention to you guys. We love it when you reach out to us here on the show. So many ways you can do it. You can send us an email, ralph at theralphreport.com, Eddie or Steve at that same email address. You can find us on social media, or you can do what a lot of folks choose to do. Give us a call here at the Ralph Report Hotline. It is a voicemail service, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just waiting to get your feelings, your thoughts, your questions, your comments. So easy to reach us. All you got to do is dial up the phone number, one eight three three. Hi, Ralph. Hi, Ralph. So simple. I listen to them all, and then I grab a handful, and we put them here in the segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The garbage on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. I forgot to tease at the top of the show. Don't forget to stay all the way through to the end because today is also Munchin' Monday. Yes. And today we are going to dine like presidents. <laughs> We're going to eat like the presidents do. One president in particular, Woodrow Wilson, who was famous for his breakfast. Yes. 
which was grape juice with two raw eggs mm. in it. Mm-mm-mm. That was his daily breakfast. Can't wait. So we will dine as the leaders yes. of the free world would dine. I didn't eat this morning, friends. just in anticipation. Just of this. to keep your belly nice and nice and empty. <laughs> I got a, I got a, an extra bucket, by the way, just in That's case. That's good. I'm not it's sure how this one's may come go. into use. So stick around for that. Don't forget two, three, and four star generals. You get the video version of that as well. So I just wanted to remind folks to stick around. All right, let's get to the phone calls, starting off with Rosie. This is a very musical show today. Rosie called in. I am blown away by her voice. She had called in once before and sang us a song, and now she is doing another one. Really love it. Here's Rosie. Hi, Ralph and Eddie and crew. This is Rosie Galindo, two-star general. And um, I just wanted to call in and just let you know that um, I do want to just sing you a little parody that I did for um, the Ralph Report. And I I did it um, to the tune of I'm the only one from Melissa Etheridge. Just wanted you to hear it just because, um, you know, lately I hadn't been feeling like singing since my brother passed away. My younger brother passed away in July. Just haven't felt like singing. But lately I've just been on this singing high and I've just been singing a lot and I feel like I'm getting back into it. And for some reason, this song just popped into my head and I just wanted to do it. And I hope you like it. Hey, call me, can't you see the world's a living hell? We've got COVID a-ripping and tearing and stripping our lives apart as well. We keep on listening to hope we don't go insane because Ralph and Agarmy and Eddie and crew are always there for you. Go on and listen to the other podcast. Go on believing that the shows are gonna last. But I'm the only one who'll dare protect the cozy field. <laughs> and I'm the only one who'll blow down drunk at field. <laughs> he brought his virtual Mike and Jen. I guess we'll also say Cooperman. But definitely thank him for Steve. Come on. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Beautiful voice. Thank you, Rosie, so much for that. Very musical set of calls here today. Uh, Eddie, you may remember, on Friday's show, (laughs) gave us a little sampling of his musical talents with Eddie Oki. Sorry. He did his version of La Bamba. A lot of people were very impressed (laughs) by that. I'm sure they were. Including this caller, who has an excellent idea. Ralph, I know what you need to do. For the five-star tier. Oh, good. What? Five stars on Patreon, Mm -hmm. and Eddie gives you Spanish lessons. Yes. (laughs) Eddie's Eddie's mastery of the Spanish language is really quite impressive. Believe it or not, kids, he actually took Spanish in high school. Two years. Two years of high school. One year in college. And he still looks at the word (laughs) gracias and was calling it Garcia's. While he was singing La Bamba. That's all, that's all you need to know. Uh, Maria, by the way, from Maryland, she was the one who suggested that last week. So, Maria, I want to give you a special thank you for that <laughs> yes, suggestion. Yes, thank you, Maria. Thank no you. one was happier with the results, by the way, than Maria. She called in just to thank us. Oh, holy shit, Ralph. <laughs> this is Maria from Maryland. Oh, I I just, I don't, I don't know what to say. Oh, Jesus Christ, Eddie, that was amazing. I think that was Lubamba. I I just I don't know. I had to pull over on the side of the road because I was listening to it while driving home in my car and I thought I was going to have an accident. Oh that was that is podcast gold. Gold, my friend. You're not wrong. Thank you. For that. LMB. Let's see if we can turn podcast gold into podcast platinum. Oh, what do you say? Because sure. this was the most popular call by far <laughs> of the weekend. So many people calling in with this suggestion. Ralph. Eddie Oki. La Bamba. Yeah. Drunk Eddie's thoughts. Oh, I see. Please make it happen. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye. A lot of people making that suggestion. Uh, if you're new to the show. Let me explain. Eddie Pence does not drink. He's not a drinker. However, if we slow him down by half speed, he sounds like the drunkest person you've ever met. So we've got a segment called Eddie's Drunk Thoughts. And when you take Eddie Oki and then you slow that down, 
by 50%. It sounds like... Drunk guy doing karaoke. The drunk guy at the karaoke bar <laughs> who has taken La Bamba and turned it into a soulful ballad. <laughs> it's time for Eddie's Drunk Thoughts. I can't see that close up. something a foot from your face. It's gross. Eddie's Drunk Thoughts. I'm fine. Yeah, my teeth are working. <laughs> say i never commit to the bit you are you're 100 oh, committed fuck an a <laughs> all right we like to play upbeat music on each episode to start your day off right we call them our happy hits here's today's suggestion ralph david bowie let's dance happy hit yes hit it mean you <laughs> shit fuck i don't know what the fuck i don't know what went wrong there at the end <laughs> but shut up but he still gets his happy hit. Longer than I expected. Still. Plus sign went on a little early. I love Bowie. Thank you so much for that suggestion. Thanks to everybody who called in. You too can be featured on this segment, but you know what you gotta do? You gotta call me. Call me around, it's 
Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Alrighty, on Mondays, we like to take a look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, February 8th, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine? Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen? Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. February 8th, the year 1587, Mary, Queen of Scots, was beheaded oh. for plotting to assassinate her cousin, Elizabeth I. Oh. I would play the Monty Python, uh, <laughs> Mary, Queen of Scots, but we just did it last week. We just week. did it. So, wow. Are you Mary, Queen of Scots? I am. And then there's a lot of noise. So. Wow. Beheaded. 1600 yeah. is the year. February 8th, the Vatican convicted scholar Giordano Bruno to death. He was a Dominican friar who actually was tried for heresy by the Inquisition because he denied several core Catholic doctrines, like he didn't believe in eternal damnation, he didn't believe in the Trinity, the divinity of Christ, the virginity of Mary. Wow. Sounds like he was a shitty friar. <laughs> like, he just did not buy into Only he read the, book. the organization <laughs> That's at the all. That's the problem. And also, on top of that, <laughs> made, made things even worse, he was a scientist, and he also believed that the universe was infinite and could have no center, so the Earth was not the center of the universe, and he thought that all those stars we saw at night actually had their own planets, and so there may be life beyond Earth. So why was he a friar? I don't know. He got in the wrong line of work. Well, you have to remember, in the 1600s, usually it was the religious sect of the only ones who were educated. That's true. So a lot of scientists came out of uh, the religious group. I think he would have left at that point. Yeah. But uh, he was burned at the stake Ooh. because there's no better way to really convince somebody that God loves you right. than, than to burn them burn at the them stake. Up. Yeah. 1622, King James I disbanded the English Parliament. Well, I would too if I was king. No, we yeah. had a fucking parliament. You don't want them yapping Just do at what you. I say. I'm the king. You're a king. It's in, right? the, it's in the title. <laughs> king. Yeah. I don't need a parliament. Right. I don't blame King James It's like James what for uh, Palpatine did with the Senate. Exactly. He got rid of it. I am the Senate, yes. he said famously. <laughs> 1627, gunpowder is used for the first time in mining. Ooh. It was a mining operation in Slovakia. Instead of mechanical tools to dig out the rock, they used explosives for the first time. Yeah, that's, that's scary. Yeah, but effective. A, I, I would imagine effective, but yeah. Would you rather get a pickaxe and dig in a mountain for a while or just blow the shit up? I guess and, just blow the shit up. You then, think that would just destabilize everything? Yeah, you're such a coward. I'm a puss. This is why we can't move forward. <laughs> Me? Yes. 19, uh, excuse me, 1693, William and Mary College was chartered huh? there in Virginia, your yes. home state. It's the second college in all of North America. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I, I didn't know. A couple friends go there. 1802, Simon Willard got his patent for the banjo clock. The banjo clock? Yes. What's the banjo clock? It's a clock looks that like looks exactly like a banjo. That needed. Uh, it's got a big face on it, and then it's got a long piece that comes down. It looks oh, like okay. a banjo. That was actually a banjo he turned upside. into a clock. No, he did not. It's okay. just the shape. Uh, on this day in 1855, the oh. Devil's Footprints appeared in Devon, England. Ooh, yeah, you would like this. Yeah, this is this is your people. Yeah, well, tell me Fucking about it. Fucking lunatic conspiracy tell theorists. Me about it. There was a snowfall in uh -huh. Devon, England, right? And the next morning, there were a tra There was a trail of hoof-like marks <gasps> that appeared overnight in the snow, a total distance of some 40 miles. Ooh, religious leaders suggested they were the tracks of satan oh my god because they looked like a cloven hoof Ooh, was there like a line behind it where the tail was dragging no there was no line no, the behind tail should it. be dragging yes or someone should have said maybe it was a fucking deer you morons <laughs> devil's footprints uh, 40 miles a long way for a deer to run <sighs> only the devil would do that <laughs> only the devil would walk for 40 miles he's the devil where's he going <laughs> 1883. You know what I say about the 1800s, Eddie? Right for invention. So many goddamn inventions. Lewis Waterman invented the fountain pen on this mm. day. Got rid of that stupid quill. Yes. 
The fountain pen is not a good thing. No, it's we're, not. We're not still using that. That's ridiculous. 1887, the Dawes Act was enacted. The Dawes Act? Yes. Here in the United States, that allows the president of the United States to take Native American tribal land and divide it into individual allotments. Then they were able to separate the tribe and force Native Americans to live on those allotments. If you followed the rules, you would be granted United States citizenship. Wow. What a fucking burn. Yeah. You come to my country... You take it over, then you tell me where to live, and you say, if I do what you say, you'll let me be a citizen right. of this country. I was a citizen long before you were. But pal. they never looked at it that way, like it was their country. They just think everyone belonged to the earth. Right. We all were just supposed to live together. But that's, that's, that's a joke. It's the bad idea to have. 1898, another great invention. John Ames Sherman patented the first envelope folding and gumming machine. Oh. Instead of having to do it by hand. You know, That'd you be- look at an envelope and you figure... Well, it's always been like that. But right. at some point, there was an fold. asshole who stood there in front of a p- bunch of paper and was folding umbrellas. Right. No, so you put in a bottle and throw it. Now you got this machine. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> 1910, the Boy Scouts of America were incorporated on this day by William D. Boyce. Hmm. Sketchy. Yeah. Any grown man wants to get a group of boys together. Kind of weird. In a basement. Kind of weird. I don't know. Out in the woods. 1915, The Birth of a Nation, the first 12 real film in America, the first full-length film by D.W. Griffith, was released on this day. It's a very racist film, by yes. the way. Don't yes, ever forget is. that. Speaking of movies, 1926, Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio got a new name. Became what? Walt Disney Studios. That makes sense. On this day. It makes total Surprised sense. by that? Nope. 1942 on this day, one of the darkest days in American history, Congress advised FDR that it would be a good idea for Americans of Japanese descent to be locked up in, uh, in camps so that they couldn't oppose the U.S. war effort. Yeah. One of the most shameful yeah. acts in America. You think, history. oh, how could that happen in America? And you're like, oh, wait, that could absolutely happen. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. In a, in a, it's a, in slam, a slam dunk. 1965, President Johnson deployed the first U.S. combat troops to South Vietnam. That went well. Yeah. Yeah. Sent 300, excuse me, 3,500 Marines to protect an air base near Da Nang on this day. 1967, Peter and Gordon discontinued their singer singing partnership they had a lot of hits in the 1960s Dinger and gordon peter and gordon oh, pete why do i think Dinger? peter asher and gordon waller mm. uh very popular well, his buddies called him dinger <laughs> no one called him dinger where is that coming <laughs> I from i don't know i think it's what his buddies called him <laughs> here's dinger and gordon with their big Great harmonies. Classic dinger. <laughs> 1968. One of the classics of science fiction premiered on this day in New York City, featuring the great Charlton Heston. You maniacs! You blew it up! Ah, oh, damn you! God damn you all to hell! <laughs> Chuck Heston could... Chew the yeah. fuck out of the scenery, ate couldn't it, he? Ain't it no subtlety. No, he did not. Planet of the <laughs> Apes, of course, premiered on this day in 1968. 1974, Ringo Starr released a song in the UK that became a number one there and here in the United States. Unbelievably. Here's Ringo. You come on like a dream, beaches and green, lips like strawberry wine. You're 16, you're beautiful. Apparently, there was nothing wrong about an older dude singing about a hot 16-year-old back in the 70s. I I guess in some states, you could get married at 16. I suppose. But that's just fucking gross. It's a weird take. Three U.S. astronauts returned to Earth on this day in 1974 after 85 days in the space station Skylab. You're probably too young to remember Skylab, but that was a big deal at the time. I do not remember Skylab. Yeah, it was no. very big That's deal. with Dr. Reed Richards. Nope. And once again, Grim. happened in real life. Grim. Not, uh, not one of your uh, comic no. book fantasies. Taxi Driver was released on this day in 1976. In 1977, Hustler publisher Larry Flint was sentenced on obscenity charges. You know, he loved being in court. Yeah. What kind of publicity? Exactly. I don't care if anybody sues me. (laughs) All it does is increase the circulation (laughs) of my magazines. (laughs) I always wonder why Larry Flynn was shot in the back and made him sound like someone had shot him in the throat. (laughs) 
every time he spoke. Oh, sorry, Larry. 1989 on this day. Snow fell in Los Angeles. Ooh. I'd like to see some snow in Los Angeles. That would be cool. That'd be fun. It would be a nightmare for drivers. Oh, hell yes. Fuck. 1992, America had a brand new number one song on this day. I'm 264, my shirt. 264, my shirt. So sexy, it hurts. I am uh, too sexy. I Eddie Oki'd that at our last live show. Oh, that's right. In, at Flappers. About a year ago to the day almost. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Crazy. And uh, also on this day, Motley Clue. Motley Clue. Motley Clue. <laughs> Motley Crue drummer Tommy <laughs> Lee was charged with the possession of a loaded firearm. Well, what's the point of having a firearm if it's not loaded? Yeah, what's the point? It's not going to help you. And in more violent news, in 1998, Jack Nicholson used a golf club to oh, attack a car I remember that. of a driver who allegedly cut him off in traffic. <laughs> Jack got out of the car and started bashing his car oh. with a, uh, a golf club, I which missed. I would think would be the greatest day of that guy's life. That would be amazing. That'd be, oh. If that was me, I would never stop talking about it. I wish there were cell phone cameras back then. That I would have been amazing. And I would just put my car in a frame and just put it in my house. <laughs> and when people come over and say, why do you have a car in your house? I say, because, Jack get this, get this. I'm driving, right? <laughs> and I, and I, I didn't see this guy. And I pulled into his lane. And the next thing at the stoplight, <laughs> Jack Nicholson gets out with a driver and just starts pummeling my car. <laughs> it's the greatest day of my life. I miss Jack Nicholson. Well, I'll tell you, Chief. I don't know if you've seen Nicholson lately. <laughs> Have you seen a photo of I, old Jack? I haven't. Well, I got to tell you, Jack looks like a guy who ate three Jack Nicholsons <laughs> now. Jack he let himself Jack go. enjoys his burgers. <laughs> I like me a, a big burger and some French fries. <laughs> He is massive. I haven't now. seen him in years. Yeah. You can see Jack Nicholson's face in the center of this giant <laughs> fleshy globe that sits on top of his shoulders. Oh, it's man. Very disturbing. All right. Speaking of food, at this point, we like to take a day in history and find a food related to it. Then we run it past Teddy Pants to see if it's something he's willing to eat or perhaps stick up his ass and pull out. And today is no different. How do we find out if he'll eat it? Well, we talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If we get a jackpot, that means sure, Eddie will eat it. However, if those reels are mismatched, uh, he's rejecting it. On this day in 2014, the first McDonald's restaurant in Vietnam opened Eddie hmm. Pence. Ho Chi Minh City was the location. As we've talked about before, when McDonald's opens up in a foreign land, Locals waited for hours to get into the first McDonald's in Vietnam. A whopping 400,000 customers wow. spent their money at this location in the first month itself. Damn. They thought McDonald's was going to be a big thing in this East Asian country. <laughs> and, and they turns, hate it. <laughs> it tur well, it turns out they didn't think it through because Vietnam has a ton of fast food, street food. Oh. They have all kinds of carts and right, things. Right, right, so right. there's competition. You know, usually McDonald's, the selling point is... It's quick and cheap. Right. Well, they already had that. Right. So there's only 22 locations in the entire country of Vietnam oh. because it just did not take Makes on sense. that much popularity. However, as is often the case with McDonald's, there are specific items to the Vietnamese menu uh, that you can't get at uh, every other McDonald's, right. Eddie Pence. That's where the black egg came from. That's where the black egg came Whoa. from. That's right. When we had our 100-year-old egg. From China, right? That was a Chinese item that uh, you could get for breakfast at McDonald's. Insanity. Yeah. Uh, this isn't quite as bad as okay. the 100-year-old egg, Eddie it's Pence. <laughs> In Vietnam, you can get grilled pork rice with egg. Grilled pork rice with egg there okay. on the uh, menu at McDonald's. Is that something Eddie Pence would go to the Golden Arches for? There's only one way for us to find out. We're going to pull the handle. Here we go. One order, two order, three order. Eddie Pence did it. Grilled pork rice and egg. I think I would eat that. I would too. It's like scrambled egg. It's almost like a... like a. It's a fried egg. Right. Oh, it's a fried egg. And it's got... Um, Rice and pork that's uh, right. grilled up, and then you uh, you eat it in combination. Well, the, so the, uh, wait, it's a runny yolk. Yeah. Oh, then no. Oh, Eddie. Sorry, I take it back. You're about to drink two <laughs> eggs in a glass. Not because I want to. 
Two runny yolks. I don't like with, runny eggs. With grape juice. I, I don't want to do this. Yes, you do. Deep, but yeah, deep r- down inside. Runny egg, too. no. I thought it was like, scra- like almost like a fried rice with a scrambled eggs in it. Runny eggs are just No, I take it back. I don't want that. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I, I don't know what to do we now. send it. <laughs> I don't know how to turn back time with the Eddie Pence <laughs> jackpot slot machine. I'll just, <laughs> we'll just throw you. one of those Thank in you. there. And that's today's This Day in History. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. 15 cents a day, y'all. Oh, no. Flyers just started. Shut up. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. It's 10-4 now, I think. It's not. It's 7-4. The game was over. Wow. Just keep scoring. Jesus. Crazy. All right, kids. Mm. Now it's time for all the entertainment news. We got to put a bet on the season. I I don't know if I want to now. We got to put a bet on the season. Caps records versus the Flyers records. Okay. It's only only right. Do you want to do records? Who goes farther in the playoffs? I don't know. You call it. Mm. And what would be the bet? Another pie in the face? I think we got to go back to the pie in the face. It was pretty popular. It was very popular. <laughs> I think people would uh, rise up with right. pitchforks and torches if we didn't. All right. All right. A pie in the face. Now, right. what's the wager? <sighs> That's what we got to figure out. Is it into the playoffs? You think they're, you assume they're both going to get into I the would playoffs? Assume, I mean, it's hockey. Like, every team makes yeah, it in the playoffs. Do. Most teams do make it. I don't. Except for the Kings. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Sorry. ouch. Fuck. Sorry out there. <laughs> um, oh, I guess we can go regular season record. Best team with most points. Most points at the end of the season? Yeah, most points. But what if they both get into the playoffs? What if they face each other in the playoffs? Oh, well, then we'd have to, I think at that point, change the bet. And we then have, we, have to, we have to maybe get a second bet. Maybe. Right. Maybe another pie. All right. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Pie in the face, yeah. best record, most points at the end of the season. Okay. End of the regulation Pie in the season. face. All okay. Right. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> now it's time for all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Uh, this made me sad. We didn't uh, get this in time to talk about it on Friday, but the great Christopher Plummer passed yes. away at the age of 91. Apparently, he just went out from old age, uh, went to sleep, and didn't wake up. Well, that's the way to go, right? 91 years old, an amazing body of work. Of course, known as Captain Von Trapp from The Sound of Music. Yeah that Eddie said he had never seen on Saturday. All the way through. At our uh, live cocktail party when we did our live stream event. <laughs> and then Steve got on and said he, too, had never seen it all the way through. It seems like no one but me has ever seen The Sound of Music. Well, you and Tra- Tracy's a big fan of that oh, movie. Yeah. So, so you guys have seen it. But he was in a ton of stuff. Most recently, Knives Out. We Knives were talking out. about that great performance. Uh, he was a, a Klingon in uh, the, the, the uh, Undiscovered Country, the uh, Star Trek He movie. was, that's right, he was. I forgot about With that. With his old pal William Shatner. I forgot they, about that. They came up together in Canada doing Shakespeare together. Wow. They were old friends. So an un, unforgettable star. He was an Oscar winner, and he just brought great work to every role that yep. he did. So uh, a tribute to Christopher Plummer. Another sad news, uh, Robert C. Jones passed away. He was an Oscar-winning screenwriter, wrote Coming Home. The Vietnam drama with John Voight oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jane Fonda, yeah, yeah. which was a great film. They're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Could you pick more diametrically opposed people politically? My God. I got to assume John Voight wasn't the right-wing nutloaf he was in the no, 70s. I assume he's... A, he's changed he's devolved, devolved somehow that's what I meant to say yes but yeah there's no way they could work together no today. that's impossible it's a great film and a great screenplay by the way I, I believe he won the oscar for that here's a great story and here's why you don't give up on your dreams kids he was an editor he was a famous film editor he edited films like it's a mad 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 world and guess who's coming to dinner and paint your wagon and man of la mancha and then he just said he wanted to try his hand at screenwriting and he penned first time out uh, coming home oh, wow. and won the Oscar for it. So do what you want to do, kids. Don't give up on your dreams. Well, they say editors a lot of times make the movie in the editing Very cut. much so, yeah. They get their hand in a mess with all the all the shots, and they put the story together. A great film and a great performance can both be built yeah. in the editing. So room. editors know how to build story. Indeed they do. Australia's pissed off at Chris Hemsworth. Why? There's an area there called Byron Bay yeah. where Hemsworth lives. And apparently it's attracting a lot of other celebrities and Hollywood types. Uh-oh. And so the locals are like, Crikey, we don't want your didgeridoo Hollywood people here. What, what, why would they bring the didgeridoo? <laughs> I, I don't know. They're already there. I'm just throwing in as many Australian <laughs> words as I could think of. Crikey, the koalas are all upset about the boomerangs. 
from the Hollywood types. <laughs> okay. Why can't I do an Australian I, accent? I can do so many accents, and that that's one, the one that eludes me. Isn't it just the English accent? You put a twist on it, in a way? I, it doesn't matter. Whatever I start doing ends up being British eventually. <laughs> I just simply can't do it. But look who's moving into town. Either they rent or own homes now in this Byron Bay. Zac Efron, well, that would piss me Oof. off. Mark Wahlberg, Natalie Portman, Matt Damon, Olivia Newton-John, Nicole Kidman, Jack Johnson, Melissa McCarthy, Jesus. Sasha Baron Cohen, Isla Fisher, his wife, and they're saying it's getting ridiculous because of the paparazzi and the traffic yeah. and this, this charming little community of Byron Bay is now being turned upside down and the locals are pissed. Turning into New Beverly Hills. Right. So uh, I feel bad for him. That kind of sucks. Crikey. Crikey. Put another celebrity on the barbie. Mate. My God. Stop. Yeah. Sorry. Please. Not good. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers didn't play in the Super Bowl yesterday. No, he didn't. But he may have won an even bigger prize, Eddie Pence. What was that? He's, he says he's engaged. He is? Yes. That was out of nowhere, right? It did. It did come out of nowhere. Damn. There were rumors he was dating the actress Shailene Woodley. Yeah. And so people are assuming that's who he's engaged that's to. That's who he's engaged to, but he hasn't identified who he's engaged God, to. God, he's coy. Why? What's his secret? I don't know. You fiend. Just tell us who you're engaged to. <laughs> My God. So uh, I'm sure we'll find out shortly. But she's uh, she's lovely, very talented, star of uh, the Divergent film series and Big Little Lies on HBO. She's a little nutty, too. She's a little whifty. Well, that's up his alley. Yeah. He likes dating the, uh, the nutties. She uh, is famous for talking about how one of her things on her health uh, regime, yeah. regimen, not yeah. regime, that would be like... An, <laughs> Some sort of government, her health government. Her health regimen is uh, she goes outside and she suns her vagina. Oh, she's one of those uh, yes. paint sunners. <laughs> she says, I, was, uh, I read an interesting article by an herbalist and I studied about yeast infections and other genital issues. There's nothing better than vitamin D for your vagina. Hmm. If you're feeling depleted, go out in the sun and get some sun in your vagina for about an hour and see how much energy you get. Oof. When the sun comes out, spread your legs and get some sunshine, she said famously. So, did we already go through this about how that's not really that good for you because that skin's not used to sunlight? We did indeed. And you can get cancer very easily about that way. sunning your taint, and it really is not uh, any better than just going out and getting it on your face right. or your skin. Right, because the vitamin D gets absorbed throughout the, the body. Skin. Yes. It doesn't matter where on the body. You don't need to eject it into your vagina or up your asshole. <laughs> just keep that in mind. <laughs> For all you folks who think otherwise. And, uh, oh, this broke my heart. You know how I feel about collectors and collections. If you yeah. look around this room, you know how I feel. There is a guy who is uh, my doppelganger only for Spider-Man. L.A. Mm -hmm. attorney Steve Levine is um, selling his 50-year collection of Spider-Man stuff. Ooh. He's got original uh, Spider-Man art. He's got the original Amazing Fantasy number 15 from 1962. Wow. First appearance of Spider-Man. Wow. He's got the high school yearbooks of Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, who created Spider-Man. I mean, he's got stuff That's crazy. that no one else has. He is asking for $1.4 million for the whole collection. He wants to sell it off in one lump as Seems opposed like to breaking it up. More than that. He says it's a great price. He said, you can't duplicate my collection. You could get 80 to 90% of it, but you'd probably cost you double what I'm asking. Why is he doing this? He is selling it to go, Eddie Pence, because he is fighting cancer. Oh, and okay. apparently uh, the odds are not good for his survival. And he says he wants to leave it to his young daughter. He got married late in life and has a young daughter. And he said, I, I never intended to sell it. I thought I would keep it until my daughter could make a decision on what she wanted to do with it. But cancer has changed those plans. And so now he's uh, going to cash out before he cashes out. I don't know why you just can't leave it and leave it for the daughter to grow up and take it. I, I guess you have to curate and keep it. Yeah, it's know. like, what am I going to do with this one? I don't know if I'm going to leave it to my kid and make her she have to She might get into it, though, her. later in life. I don't know. I, I don't never know. know. I might have to cash out before I cash out. <laughs> I'll take it. So anyway, uh, <laughs> the re you'll take it? Just, just, I'll, get, a, I'll bring my car over. No, it's I'll not a gift. I'm, just, I'm going to I'll be selling it. it. It's, if you can't find anybody, I'll I can take find it. plenty of people. No, there's no, you don't need to take anything. Keep your hands off of all of it, please, actually. Uh, you can go to spider-steve-collection.com if you want to see the website, which catalogs over 10,000 items Damn. of uh, Spider-Man collectibles. How many items do you have? Do you know? Like, to the number? I... You're not at 10,000. No, no, no. I got a couple thousand, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what you see here is only about half of it. Yeah, the garage is. Yeah, the garage is still full. So, You know who should pick it up? Marvel should buy it. Right? 
They got all the Disney has all the money. Buy it and then put it in a traveling museum or they something. They should absolutely do that. You know, celebrating the legacy of Spider-Man. They should do that. For God's sakes, write the guy a check. All right, let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on Monday, February 8th. Singer Vince Neil of Motley Crue, or Motley Clue, as I called them earlier. He is 60 years old. <laughs> Cecily Strong from Saturday Night Live is 37. I know Kate McKinnon gets all the attention on that show, but I think Cecily Strong is a better actress. Her characters mm. are so completely fleshed yeah. out and believable. There's some talented people on that cast. When she does the girl at the party that you don't want to get stuck in a conversation <laughs> with, it kills me, slays me every time. Here's a little bit of that bit. All right, let's change the subject. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the Democratic candidates? Um, this whole thing is ribbed for no one's pleasure. And I'm sorry I'm not just following all the lepers and jumping off a cliff, okay? It's like, everyone wants socialism now, but how did that work out for Vuvuzela? Loud. I mean, like, there are newborn babies who can't even read or write, Michael. Meanwhile, the Brazilian rainforest is burning. It's like, yeah. If you keep waxing, it's going to burn. <laughs> oh, man. She's so good. Uh, composer, conductor, the legend John Williams is 89 years old wow. today. How do, you, how do you begin to list the achievements of that guy? He's one of the true geniuses in Hollywood Absolutely. currently living. ABC News anchor Ted Koppel is 81. Actor Nick Nolde is also 81. Hmm. Brings me back to my time with Nick Nolde where I saw him speak. Uh, he was uh, touting his autobiography. <laughs> And he was telling a story yeah. about how he creates characters. And here is one story of his, when he was a young actor, creating a story, uh, creating a character, rather, for a, a Tennessee Williams play. How he went about changing himself physically. I don't know if I can tell this audience this, but I once built a character in a Tennessee Williams play by putting lead in my shoes, so they were very heavy. And, uh, no, I can't tell this. <laughs> Go ahead, tell it to me. Well, I took a tight ball and I put it psychologically into a knot in my head and it made me really tight and kind of mean. And then I had lead shoes. And then I can't tell you what I put up my ass. <laughs> but it was a secret. <laughs> Nobody knew. The audience didn't know I'd done that. The audience didn't know what he had up his ass God. to create that character. Wow. You think you commit to a bit? Uh, <laughs> Nick Nolte, that's commitment, I'm my not painting on my ass for you. He stuck something up his ass <laughs> wow. to create a role on stage. What do you, I can't imagine the character, what character you'd be doing where you had to put something up your ass. I can't either. To commit to the but character. Apparently it helped him find the character. Wow. Yes. Sounds like it hurts to talk if you're Nick Nolte. It does. He's got that voice down here and I... I, I can't tell you what I had up my ass when I was on stage. I'm like, geez, give that man a lozenge right? or something. Drink of water. Comedian Robert Klein is 79 years old today. Mary Steenburgen is 68. Creed Batten from The Office is 78. Creed was always very funny on The Office. Which one was Creed? He was the tall, thin, older guy. Okay, he was yeah, sort yeah. of off kilter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people don't know he was a founding member of a 60s rock group called The Grassroots. Really? Yeah, he had a lot of hits with them, like this one. Brooke Adams is 72. John Grisham, the author, is 66. Musician Guy Manuel de Homme Cristo of Daft Punk hmm. is 47 years old today. She's up all night to the sun. I'm up all night to get some. She's up all night for good fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to the sun. We're up all night to get some. We're up all night for good fun. We're up all night to get lucky. Mary McCormick, the actress, is 52. My buddy Seth Green from, of course, Buffy and Austin Powers. Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. He's a family guy, of course. He's, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of his character on Family Guy, a show I've done for almost 20 years. Chris, he's Chris Griffin on that show. Seth is 47 years old today. And bassist Phoenix of Linkin Park is 44. Everything you And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the show biz beat. 
And of course, today is Monday. Mm. And on Munchin Mondays, we expand Eddie Pence's palette little by little. Are we expanding my palette on this one? We're giving you the opportunity to discover a new taste sensation. It doesn't seem like expanding my palate. What could expand it more? It's grape juice and raw Raw eggs eggs and grape juice. That makes no sense. If you can can swallow this, you can swallow anything. (laughs) All right, I'm telling you. Come. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Get this down. The Mm. reason we're drinking Mm. grape juice and eggs today is because Woodrow Wilson, 28th president of the United States from 1913 to 1921, had a problem keeping weight on. Oh, I know what that's like. I'm just so tired of being underweight with ripped abs. Uh, He lacked weight and robustness in the words of White House physicians at the time. Mm. So uh, as an ability to put some weight on him, they prescribed his favorite breakfast, which was two raw eggs in grape juice. <sighs> so we're going to be having Woodrow Wilson's breakfast today. All right. I've got, get... I've got the eggs. We've got the grape juice. Oh, right. Now, I don't know how you want to break it down. We can either put the eggs in the glass first and then add the grape juice. I think that'll be best. That's probably the grossest way to look at it. And uh, don't forget, uh, you two, three, and four-star generals, you can watch the video of this because it's time for Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays. It's a fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's Fun Day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. it, it the, the thought of it makes me sick. testicles are just all... All right. The, the blue is for spitting, if anything goes wrong, okay? Just to give you a heads right. up. The blue bowl is gotcha. for anything that comes up out of you. I might keep it here. Here we go. For you two, three, and four-star generals, we're using... Um, these are free-range eggs, by the way. Oh, these good. are good ones. Salmonella free? We, yeah. We've got two uh, glasses there. So do you want to want me to break your gla- oh, break can, your eggs, I or can, can you I, separate your own I, eggs? I can break my eggs. All right. Let's... Uh, one. Oh, God. Two. All right. Now we've got the two raw eggs in the glass. Show that to the two, three, and four-star generals who are looking at the video. That doesn't look like so much. Rocky did like what? He's like a eight dozen or something. Yeah. It's a lot. All right. Now, do you want to you want to take the fork and you want to mix it up, or are you going to take just, it? There? I'll just do the lumps. All right. How I'll much? Just uh, do the lumps. How much? Grape juice, do you I think? Don't, how, what, do you, what, what did he, what did the president use? They didn't give a recipe. <laughs> they just said that's what he drank. I'm guessing half and half. Okay. So I'm going to fill this up. Ooh, that's kind of pretty. Pretty? Yeah. Like Looks like bloody eggs. There you go. Mm. Be careful. That stains. <laughs> Keep that in mind, too, when you think about whether you're going to projectile <laughs> oh, vomit oh, all over my God, couch. This looks bad. My uh, floor, rather. All right, there you go. Even the grape juice is like it's separating let's stay from, away the, from egg. the eggs. Yeah, this is like a uh, a Carl Carl the gardener <laughs> recipe for a mocktail: two raw eggs and some grape juice. Oh. All right, so what we're gonna do now? Even I gotta tell you something. Even I am not necessarily can, looking forward to this. It's gonna be queasy, a little queasy on this one. But if the president of the United States, that skinny little bastard Woodrow Wilson, could get these down. <sighs> Two manly men like us certainly oh, can. Of course, yes, yeah, sure. All right. The more I'm looking at it, the less <laughs> eager I am to actually. I thought this was going to be fun, and now it's getting. Why would you think this would be fun? It's getting considerably less fun now. So this is like a bet you do on a sleepover. All right. Oh. All right. Okay. Can't back out now, I guess. Nope, it's here. At this point. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. You ready? Yeah. No, yeah. Grape juice covers the eggs. It does. Yeah. It makes it, you can yeah. get it down. Yeah, you can get it down. I didn't, I wasn't crazy for the yolks popping in my throat <laughs> as they went down. Your yolks popped? I didn't notice mine You popping. didn't get any popped yolks? No. Yeah, I got a little pop. You in have my, a tight esophagus. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's why, that's why all the fellas. <laughs> you are, don't deep That's throat. why all the fellas come around my backyard. <laughs> well, that was not nearly as bad as I thought no, it was going to be. This tastes like grape juice. You see? Oh, that's not bad. Once again, I made my point. 
your palate is a little expanded now because if you're ever faced with this again, you say, well, I, I know I can I do that. that. I'll do another one. Put three uh, eggs in it. That's not a problem. Okay. Yeah. We'll get a dozen. You felt queasy too. It, it, the idea of it isn't great no. and it surely doesn't look appetizing. I wouldn't want to do that every morning. But if – look – I beg to differ. If that had to be how I got my breakfast, if that was like a doctor said to me, yeah. if you do that, you'll be better off. I guess you could do I it. I could knock that out every day. Yeah. Sure. It just tastes like grape juice. We are just as good as Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> that is a fact that was proven on this Munchin' Monday. <laughs> it's just another Munchin' Monday. Oh, oh, oh. Eating is fun day. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe something on a bun day. I don't get the run stay. It's just another munch in Monday. Oh, you all right? Yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> I gotta get you out of here before oh, it starts. I think it hatched. Before you become a, a purple fountain. All right, kids, that's it for today's show. Thanks so much for joining us. What, what fun we mm, had. Such fun. Yes. Uh, we're going to be back here tomorrow, of course, with even more fun. On Tuesdays, we take a look at one of your favorite TV theme songs of all time on TV Tunes Tuesday. More entertainment news, more of your phone calls, more guhuffs. Holy guhuff, holy guhuffs. And maybe we'll find out if Eddie has his commercial or not by Ooh, tomorrow. Maybe. If that, that happens, you're going to take some time off from the Rafa part probably. Probably go a shoot day. That. It would be a day, I yeah. guess, or two. I'm going to start thinking about uh, replacements. Let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. You have my personal guarantee. I hope so. Yes. I need the money. Come and join us tomorrow, kids, won't you? But in order to do that, you got to take care of yourself, okay? So here's what I suggest. If you can... Stay the fuck at home! Also, make sure you sanitize, wash those hands real good. Stay good in the hood. A little distance is a good idea. Stay sweet at six feet. Because... Life is life. Life is life indeed. We love you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>